This is City Post Church. We're about three things. Build, equip, and send. All under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. A small church plant in Fort Worth, Texas. Who decided to do things a little differently. Adoramos a Jesucristo. I love City Post because of the people. It's where I belong. We truly preach the word. I love City Post because of the community we've been able to build. To do ministry like Jesus, for light to push back darkness. This is City Post Podcast. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome back to City Post Podcast. I'm here with Ricky. Merry Christmas. Bro ho ho. Bro ho ho. Everybody, shout out Livy. And now, this is one of our last podcasts for the year. Yes. Going to the new year, so that's pretty cool. But, yeah. um, what does Christmas look like in the Cado household? Oh, man, that's a good question. Oh, man. You know, Christmas for us, it's a little different. And, of course, I always tell everybody, and all my married people will uh, understand this, too. When you get married, uh, Christmas changes. So um, the traditions I had, now I have to, like, mesh together with Rachel's traditions. So in our household on Christmas morning, uh, man, we wake up, the kids wake up early, um, you know, Livy and Lena are up, me and Rachel are like praying that they sleep at least past seven. And, uh, you know, we wake up, they'll run to the tree, we'll open some gifts, uh, Rachel will cook breakfast. Uh, she likes doing sausage balls. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, when we culturally, yeah. you just got to go with it, you know, that's WPS right there. But... Right. <laughs> I was like, can we have some eggs? <laughs> like a bagel sandwich, uh, huevito con pan, uh, you know, of course the coffee. And then, you know, we just spend the whole day hanging out with each other. Um, usually we go to my parents' house, do Christmas there. You know, our house is always open, so people come in and out all the time or we'll visit with friends. So it, it's a fun day. And then, of course, you know, catch some basketball games. Yeah. You got to do that, too. So, so how was the transition um, when you first? <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so back back in the day, like in the Puerto Rican tradition, we did something called parrandas. Yeah. So everybody get together. Um, you show up at somebody's house. There's a lot of music. Drum. And people have like hand drums. You sing. There's kids running everywhere. It is a loud, joyful mess. But that's kind of like the, that that was the tradition. And then, you know, as you get older and you have kids, it, it just kind of lingers out or it just becomes too difficult. So, um, you know, my wife's side, Rachel's side, is a lot quieter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we might, if we're in East Texas, we'll hit up the candlelight service uh, in the evening at, at her parents' church and, uh, you know, sing Silent Night. Everybody dresses up. And then come home, and it's a silent night. We just sit around <laughs> being all quiet. It's real quiet. Like, it's the the cultural differences uh, to Christmas, you know, are, are definitely unique. And then also, my family, you everybody gets gifts. The bell rings, and you just open them. That's it. Like, everybody's just opening gifts, and it's loud, and it's like, whoa, look what I got. This is awesome. And then you start showing your gifts off. My wife's family or Rachel's family, they open one gift at a time. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's like you open up a gift, you stare at it, you look at it. You know, there's got to be an explanation who gave it to you. What was the thought process behind receiving this gift? You stand up, you give the person a massive hug, you read their card. Then it's the next person's turn. Man. Um, so it take, it's about a good two, three hour process, you know, and uh, it's, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, so like that first Christmas, I was like, our first Christmas, we're all being married mm-hmm. and with children. Do y'all find a balance between um, her traditions and, and yours? Yeah, it's, it depends what location we're at. If it, oh, we're okay. in East Texas, yeah. it's going to stay that way. But okay, okay. Um, we're at home. Yeah, I try. You know, it's just let's just have a good time. Let's open these things and start playing and have fun with the girls. Um, yeah, the, the first time I experienced this type of Christmas, I mean, I I wanted to go run through a wall. Like it was it was hard. I was like, why is everybody doing one at a time? It's so tempting to just, you know, you're looking stuff around. You're like, man, like, I have to, like, sit on my hands. It, it was hard, yeah. you know. But I, I get it, though. You take your time. You enjoy the day together. So. Nah. You <laughs> got, <laughs> if like, I see 20 with my name on it, I'm going through it. Now. Yeah. So that that's Christmas in the Cotto household. Um but it is a good time, you know, like just spending together, having fun, seeing what Santa brought everybody. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always a good time. How about for you? For me, um, for stars, we just put a tree up yesterday. So yesterday? Yesterday. I came home from work and I saw it. I was like, oh, that's crazy. Because I just expected not to have one. Mm-hmm. We're real lazy. So... We don't like putting <laughs> up the tree, and we definitely don't like taking down the tree. Okay. So that's kind of our Path thing, of least resistance for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. But when I was a kid, yeah, we had decorations. Yeah. I was more excited as a kid because I thought it looked so cool. And then yeah. the presents. And then, but, um, yeah. So. And even for us, like, we know once the tree's up, it's not coming down until maybe February. Really? Yeah. There's some people that are like, New Year's. We have to reset our lives and get ready for work on Monday. Yeah. And, and they have to put the tree up and clean the house. And um, all right, 2024, is new, you know, like you said, you, new year, new me and all that we stuff. We buy a gym membership. Right. And, and not use it. it. Yeah. <laughs> use it for like three days. Exactly. But, but for us, we just get so busy that we have to wait for like a good weekend or a good Saturday to put everything up. And that, that takes some time. Yeah, we just have to give ourselves deadlines. If not, um, yeah, because I work better with deadlines. Okay. It's just, I don't know how to explain it. But yeah. if I tell myself, Saturday, I'm taking down the tree. If not, like, I just convince myself there's a consequence, if that makes sense. But even though there's not, you know, yeah. it just gets me to do it. Anyway. Yeah. But um, another uh, tradition that's uh, controversial. Okay. Is, um, well, not for me. I've seen it on the internet or whatever. Yeah. Telling your kids about Santa. Growing up, I was told, as soon as I can remember, mm-hmm. Santa's not real. Man. Well, you can't tell other kids that he's not real because you don't ruin their experience. Right. So I'm just thinking, why not just let me have the experience then, you know? Right. But, and it's whatever, it's just Santa, so. But like, no, I, I agree. And, and, you know, it's funny because even in the church, like, if you grew up in a highly religious background, yeah. people will, like, push that, like, 
Jesus is the reason for the season. Santa's not real, you know, and and like I said, like, no, duh. Like, we know this. Like, if you're a believer in Christ, we know Jesus is not just the reason for the season. He's the reason for everything. Yeah. So it's like, why? But there are parents who believe, like, they want to make sure their kids know the truth, right? Um, what I like to say is if you believe in essential oils, then let my kid believe in Santa. <laughs> what you know what if you believe in pisces and aquarius and all that stuff let my kids believe in santa i mean yeah I, I think like we we tend to pick and choose what is spiritual and what's not spiritual yeah and um i remember even like when the whole harry potter stuff came out back in the day it was like it's witchcraft and i was like how is that witchcraft it's a fictional book for kids um yeah, so I, I just want to be careful, like, you know, when it comes to stuff like Santa and, and the elves and all that, it's it's fictional fun. Yeah. And uh, I know in our family, we want our kids to figure it out themselves. You know, so if they hear something like, nah, man, he, he's real. It, it be, it's fun, man. They're kids. Yeah. Understand that. <laughs> but there's some people that are like, I want my kids to know from the very get-go. And... um and you know when i hear that i'm like okay you just can't afford gifts or something i don't know it's just <laughs> what, what yeah. about like like the families that are worried about taking like has been done taking mm -hmm. christ out of christmas is more like a i don't know but um so like xmas yes they took christ off off of well they you know. they didn't they just shortened it I think where the where you're here out in public, the controversy is Merry Christmas versus Happy Holidays. You know, so a lot of people are like, no, it's it's Happy Holidays because Happy Holidays applies to every religion, every culture, and it's not offensive. Christmas is applies to more Christians. Like even in the word Christmas, it's Christ is in the word. So yeah. so people just get offended by that. Um I always say Merry Christmas, you know. Um, if you're Jewish, you celebrate Hanukkah. And, you know, some if you're a Jehovah Witness, you just celebrate nothing. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. I woke up. <laughs> yeah, <you> know, <laughs> like so uh, to each its own. But but that's something. I mean, for me, that that's that's the reality. I mean, it's science. And uh, but if you don't, I mean, you don't have to push it on me. You know, I'm gonna. This is what what's true. So. You don't have to use it if you don't want to. Do people get mad that you, like, tell them it's okay to tell your kids about Santa? Because I feel like some people... They don't get mad. There's a look of confusion sometimes, especially being a pastor. And I know this sounds so silly. Some of y'all listening to this like, really? Yes, really. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real. Um, because I think everything is so overly spiritual. But... I, I just see it as a way to pick and choose what what you think is right and what you think is wrong and really just goes down to parenting. So you're going to say, you know, we got to tell, be honest, tell our kids that Santa's real or, or Santa's not real and because it's it's there's a spiritual component to it. But yet you're letting your kids watch The Exorcist and play rated M video games and, <laughs> you know, spend hours on social media and they're like six years old 
Yeah. You know, so it's like, well, <laughs> which one is wrong? And 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 it's it really comes down to parenting. You know, it's like, what what does the Bible say my role as a mom and dad is? So if I were to ask you, what do you think scripture says? Like, what is the role of parents? To guide your kids, you know, just because, you know, they can't do it themselves. They're kids. Right. You're supposed to lead them, guide them, feed into them. Yeah, you said the right word. So you lead your children. Yeah. And the Bible says in Proverbs, you lead your children in the way of the Lord. So when they grow, they will not depart from it. Yeah. So my role as a dad is not just to shepherd my family, but I'm going to raise my kids um, in the ways of Christ and in and, and and God's word. We're gonna, there's, there's certain things we're going to listen to and there's certain things we're not going to listen to, you know? Yeah. So if, if it's impacting their growth in, in which I, I pray that one day they're going to just fall in love with Jesus and make a decision for him. If it's going to pull them away from that, then yes, I, I am going to block that. And I say all that, I doubt that, yes, Santa, he's coming on Christmas. I don't know if that's going to be one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's so much more. <laughs> that we need to focus on yeah. as parents. So so how do you still um, involve Christ with Christmas and Santa? Oh, man, God's word. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. You know, Santa brings the gifts, but Jesus is why we celebrate. And and so we we talk about the manger. We talk about baby Jesus. We we have uh, a children's Bible that we read. Oh, and um, Elena. Yeah. She's got a Bible. That's right. Yeah. Like we talked about, Elena has her Bible now, so we'll we'll read from that. Um That's awesome. Yeah, so it it's 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 up to us as parents to tell the story of our savior to our children. It's not up to the kids, City Post kids, to disciple my kids or your kids. Yeah. You as a parent are have the main role of discipler. Now the church will help you. You know, th- like man, we have an awesome team here that doesn't just teach kids but they work with parents so that way they have things at home that they could do with their kids so yeah um but yeah that's all i'll say about that yeah makes sense <laughs> yeah and we go on and on man because yeah. this is this is a, a big subject but yeah yeah and i honestly don't know why it's so controversial i mean <laughs> again like you said there's so many other things to worry about right now yeah so and it's like okay so so you're gonna you're gonna cry about Santa, but yeah, you're gonna like let your kids sit in on drag queens reading the story of Christmas yeah. at school. Yeah, you know, like come on, man. You, you, yeah, you can't just pick and choose. So you gotta be wise. Yeah, and then like um. Also, there's Christmas is not just for unexplained. There's some people that see Christmas differently, also, mm-hmm. and. It's also harder for other people, especially, like, I feel like since COVID, it really embuffed, yeah. like, the holiday blues because people yeah. lost a, a lot of their family. Right. And um, it's been so much lost lately, so I can just yeah. imagine the holiday blues, and it's tough for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's not really a solution to that. It's more just getting your mind right, getting your mind ready for the holidays. So how you really do that? Yeah, and I would even include Christmas is the only day 
where everything shuts down except Jack in the Box. Yeah. Because they're faithful, <laughs> even when we're not. Not just joking. Uh, <laughs> um, everything shuts down on Christmas. So it's also one of those things where you're, you're not in your routine, so you can't escape. And a lot of people um, stay busy. They use other things to kind of avoid situations or even avoid their own, like, internal issues or, or sin that they deal with. And um, but you're you're not wrong. You know, there's a lot of depression in the holidays. There's a lot of people that are not uh, excited <laughs> to see their family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's almost like dreadful. Like, oh, man, I don't want to get together. Um, and I think that's why it's so important to not sway away from the real message of Christmas, which is the birth of Christ. And um and the reason I say that, like Luke chapter 2, verse 10, it says good news that will cause uh, great joy for all the people. So the angels are proclaiming the coming of Christ. And one of the things he says is like, man, this, is, this, this news of the Savior will bring joy to everyone. Like to all the people, like let, let that sink in. So... If the news of, the, of Jesus coming to this earth, if the news of Jesus, and I would even take it a step further, if surrendering my life to Jesus and accepting him, man, the joy that comes from that, no one can take. You know, so I think when, when this is why it's so important to understand, yes, there might be some, some sadness, some hurt memories. I'm not saying you're just going to be happy 100% of the time. Yeah. You know, yeah, but you cannot let people steal your joy that Christ has put in you. So if someone's going to say something is going to ruin your entire day. We, we need to we need to talk a little bit about like, come on, man. Like, do you understand the savior? Do you understand what you have inside? And you can't let these things take you down. Like you can't let them steal your joy. Yeah. And I know. There's mixtures of things, uh, like you know, again, grief, um, mm-hmm. even like family drama. Oh, yeah. That's a huge one. And then, yeah. you know, just people, different traditions, and they just can't get along. Yeah, it's just a mixture of those things. So, how do you kind of be, not exactly on the defense of the things, but like sure. offense of it? Yeah, and I think a lot of that is, you know, relying on the Holy Spirit. So if you so the Holy Spirit that lives in us, the Bible says in Galatians that there's fruits of the Spirit that come through. So you have like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. And if you apply these things, so whatever situation you're at, what you're saying is you're not going to put yourself first. You know, it's that servant leadership. It's that. So if I know that I'm going to a family function that there's going to be people there that I'm, oh man, I don't know if I want to talk to. It's going to be annoying. Um, there might be people there that are going to get wasted and you just know it's coming. So you, you show up with the intention of, okay, I'm going to be light here. I'm, I'm bringing, it's not, I'm going to share Jesus. Um, Jesus is me in me. It's with me. So I think it's, you have to start seeing things as opportunities instead of obligations. 
And when you see things as opportunities, you're you're gonna have a different perspective in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, it's Christmas. You don't want to be a Grinch, so right? Like, you don't want to be <laughs> 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 Scrooge. That yeah. one guy is like, oh hey, yeah, we're having a good time. Like, it's what is there to be upset about? You yeah. Know? It's Christmas. It's Christmas, guys. Yeah. And and if everything else um, fails, because let's just be honest, like there are. You know, some people have lost loved ones, and so so the holidays are rough. But you you could always lean on to the hope that we have, and that's found in Christ. And uh, if everything else will fail, you accept that. Yeah. So. And like um, I know, which is really cool. Um, Christmas Eve falls on Sunday. Yes. And so this will be my first time experiencing christmas at church yes so like listen i tell people all the time so there it was i think it was 2016 or 17 christmas fell on a sunday and everybody kept asking are we gonna have church should we cancel church we should cancel church because we we have to stay home and open gifts and um a majority of the response was people wanted to go to church and culturally, the Hispanic culture opens gifts at midnight on the 24th. What? Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. It's a big thing, man. You, you have a great time all day on the 24th. You know, you, you, have a, you have a fun day, party all day, eat like crazy. Midnight happens and the gifts bust out. Um, if it's the Mexican culture, you play some Loteria for money. You know, like, it's it's just a fun, fun time. Man, but um, I remember we had Christmas on, we, we had a service on Sunday, Christmas Sunday. And, man, I cannot ex- explain. It was so much fun. Really? Yeah, the, man, the, everyone showed up with this expectation and this gratefulness. And there's something about celebrating Christ on his birthday. You know what I mean? So... It's it's like, yeah, you know, I could I would be with my family. Well, take your family to church. It's like, what, 75 minutes and then go home. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's just a so having church on New Year's. I mean, on Christmas Eve, I'm excited about that. You know, I, I just think there's something special there. And then to be able to hang out with my church family before Christmas is is awesome. Yeah. And also. Christmas was about Christ, so, I mean, why yeah. not go to church? And <laughs> yeah. also, opening presents take, what, 20 minutes? <laughs> unless. Uh, yeah, unless you do one at a unless. time and then read their card and thank them. We got to talk about some cultural considerations here, someone. Yeah. You know? Man, <laughs> I mean, you really think about it. If you do that, right? If you do yeah. all that time. Yeah. That's, I feel it's more sincere than one at a time. Oh, yeah. let me get you a hug. Let me go back. Oh, another one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so it, it's fine, and you know I'm not judging, by the way. Just like <laughs> put out there. And since you tell ki- your kids that sin ain't real, then they could probably open it Sunday after church. You know, <laughs> it's not a big exactly. deal for you. You'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, the only thing you might miss out is taking the the weird like everybody wear the same pajama pictures by yeah. the tree that, that creeps me out. I'll probably end up doing it one day, but. You know, it's just not my thing. It is what it is. Yeah, I'd rather have all Crocs or yeah. all Yeezys 
Yeah, Yeezys? Or, yeah, all of us have the same Yeezys. Take a picture by the tree. That would be awesome. It's kind of expensive. Uh, yeah, we could find some fake ones. You know? Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It's true. Cool. Yeah. But I, I, love, I love the fact that you can have a church service on Christmas or near Christmas. It's just something special about it. Um, you know, just singing, celebrating, seeing your, your church family, talking about Jesus, celebrating his birth. It, yeah, it just doesn't get better. Yeah. Um, so what's kind of like CPOS doing this Sunday? Is it going to be any different from regular service? or? Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, with the, the Christmas worship, it's going to be good. Um, but really, no, I mean, we're just going to crack open the word and, and talk about what the story of Jesus coming down, you know. And, um, and of course, maybe end it with some candlelight, uh, do a little candlelight service at the end. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's going to be pretty cool. Candlelight. So yes. How's that going to work? You're going to have to show up, man. You're going to have to find out. What do you mean? You're going to have to come. You're going to have to come and, or stay tuned. You might have to look at the pictures later. Yeah. But it's going to be pretty, it's going to be special, man. It's going to be nice. Yeah. All right. That's, that's awesome. And then this is our last service of the year, right? Yeah. Because we have Sabbath at home on the 31st. Wow. I didn't. Yeah. I did not think about that. Wow. So we're going to end up a bang? Hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, well, we'll see what we'll see how our worship team feels. You know. Yeah, you know. So like, <laughs> stuff been happening for no reason. Like with our um, live stream and camera and mm -hmm. the sound, but it's gonna be fine. It's the last one. Yeah, and you know that that stuff is good, but that's just icing on the cake. You know, it's yeah. it's a uh, what what happens in this room is special, and and we just expect it. We have like this. I always tell people, man, have a holy expectation about Sunday. Like, come ready to encounter Christ, to worship him. Like, just be excited about it, you know. And, um, and you're going to see God do some great things. So it's mm -hmm. going to be a special time. Speaking of great things, we did a lot this year. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. And um, I thought we should talk about it. Yes. Yeah. We're going into the new year because uh -huh. I feel like we got a lot more to come. It's mm -hmm. Just getting started. Yeah. Um. So in January, do you do anything? Did we do anything in January? That's kind of. Honestly, I we probably did. I just can't remember. We just did so much. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the passion conference. We yes. Off. Yeah. Yes, that was my first time going. That's right. A group of us, me, you, Steven, Stevie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was my first conference ever, and yeah, and it was it was awesome. Right, so, it was intense. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, it was three days. Yes. And so uh, yeah, I was tired afterwards, but yes. Um, we also grown a lot this year, especially in missions. Mm -hmm. I feel like we had the most testimonies. Yeah, I think this year um, was the largest group that went to India, which was incredible. And, um, I mean, 13 is a big group, you know, that was the large group I've ever led overseas. And it just wasn't about the number of people, but it's, it's what God did in Mizoram. It was, it was so, it was a special time. The Lord moved in the lives of not just the, the kids that we encountered and the community, but also in the lives of the people that went, you know, we all just came back different. 
You know, and then even in Honduras, man, that was a special time watching God move. You know, the situation with Diana's passport, um, seeing how how the Lord like moved people to make that happen. It, it, it's just, yeah, it's just a loss for words, man. And two out of thirteen got baptized. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah, we had we had baptisms this year. Um, you know what I tell people. Something that City Post does a little bit different than most churches. Most churches will have like a a phone number, um, an email that's like, "Hey, if you want to get baptized, just text this number." And and you know, I, and I understand, but we're real big on you need to make this your own personal decision. So if you want to get baptized, you need to come and talk to the pastor or you know one of our our leaders and then we'll meet with you we'll we'll talk with you we'll teach you all about baptism and then if you still want to get baptized <laughs> let's do it because yeah. this is serious like this is a real this is this is this is big time um so we've had that happen a lot this year and it's been awesome to see how jesus has transformed lives yeah, this year we had about, we count maybe five or six baptisms. Right, right. Um, yeah, and this is like straight up life transformation, um, not not pulling it, not kind of forcing people to do it. Yeah. And it was all their decisions. Um, so for me, it was just a, a special time. So, but yeah, I mean, the baptisms, the growth, we've seen our, our kids' ministry grow. Yes. You know, we just started, uh, we kicked off our, our youth. You know, they, they got to hang out together. And uh, we have some people that have wanting to commit to this, which is exciting. Um, yeah, man, feeding the football team, the car shows, the... Beautiful yeah, feet. Beautiful feet, yeah, the homeless. Yeah, that was crazy. Really? Yeah, was that your first time? in that setting yes and uh i didn't know what to do plus i was really sick so i was like <laughs> let me get here and go but i didn't i thought it was going to honestly be like 10 people you just get them food i didn't think it would be what oh, it was no. a yeah. full-on worship and then yeah you preaching and then there was about i don't know 80 people there it was yeah like, it was a lot of people it's very well organized it's an awesome ministry and yeah. the kitchen staff we just knew what they were doing yeah so. and and also like we partnered with Raza Unida, which was the car club from Southside. Yeah. And they they brought all the food, you yeah. know. So working with them was awesome. Like, it was incredible to see their, you know, like their servant hearts. And, man, my prayers. And, and something else to talk about. I, I think this is a even bigger uh, win than, than serving the food. Many of the folks that attended that car club, um, heard preaching for the very first time in their life. Like heard the word preached the way that we do it, like exposited. Because wow. many have, have grown up in, whether it's a Catholic church or a, um, or not, not even in a religious background. So for people to hear the word of God for the first time was, was really cool to see that. Yeah, so, so when they told you that, did they want to learn more or they just told them that was first time experience or that was pretty cool no i mean they i mean we actually had a few families come the next sunday 
and um, they were kind of sitting in the back just wondering but um, we have to follow up with them see what they're doing but yeah a lot of them said that they've just never seen that before and that they really enjoyed it yeah so that's why we do what we do and another one was um we did a funky town funky town swap yeah yeah, yeah that's that was that was awesome to partner with uh, the high school uh, Riverside High School, and we raised about twelve, no, about fifteen hundred dollars for s- student scholarships. Wow. Um, yeah, we gave that to actually we gave that to the junior class, and they were able to start putting their prom together because of those that money. So that that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah that's that's amazing. Well, uh, yeah. What was the other one besides Beautiful Feet? It was um, there was another one, right? Man, we we've done a, f- a a couple um car show fundraisers for for Card Riverside and um of course feeding the BSM is always a big one. Man, we had we we fed the football team every Friday this season. And that's a shout out like, you know, my dad, Annie, Joanne, you know, Lou would come sometimes and yeah. My grandma, they stay faithful with it. And they beat their rivals this year, right? Yes, they beat yeah. the rivals. They had a winning start, you know, like so that, you know, I like to say there's some in them sandwiches. Yeah. Um, but, you know, football season's hard, man. So any any type of nutrition for an athlete is, is good. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was tied to the church, but you did. Was it your first fate summit? Actually, the second. This was second? our second faith summit. Yeah. Um I mean, anything I do, my life overlaps. So, yeah. But yeah, even the faith summit was great. You know, talked about mental health in, in, in the church and personal and community well-being. Um, I thought it was a, a a great morning for that day. Then you also did a breakout session um, at Plant Fort Worth. Yeah, Plant Fort Worth. Yeah. So, wow. So, so Plant Fort Worth, you know, represented City Post. Yeah, just talking about church planning in a Hispanic context, yeah. um, which was really incredible. But yeah, Plant Forward is something that we're a part of. You know, we, we love this organization. I know it started out of Paradox, and um, yeah, the, the goal is to plant 200 churches in Fort Worth. And uh, so I was like, I want to be a part of that. That would be awesome. Yeah, so um, yeah, man, a lot of great stuff happening this year. And I would even say, like, watching our worship team grow. Yes. That was awesome, um, you know, seeing some of our our own, like even like Stephen, you know, he's preaching a lot more now, um, improving. We, we helped with a lot of community initiatives like Farm to Fort Worth. So it, it's really cool to see City Post um, have its, its small like influence on all these things that are impacting our city. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Yeah, church also grew a lot within. Like mm-hmm. we had, uh, we started media launch. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. we started a whole new. We started. Yeah, social media. You know, you came in, said, "Rick, I got this idea," and I was like, "All right, let's see what you got." And <laughs> here we are a year later. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So we have City Post Plus, which is kind of a uh, another page on Instagram that talks a little bit more about like what we're doing, who we are. Uh, a way to yes. for people to get connected. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. Then we have a Pinterest, which, you know. It's oh, I just didn't know that. Yeah, oh, that's just, cool. Okay. It's just pictures of the church and then um, pictures of us. It's just for um, 
older people. Oh, okay. I yeah. had no idea what a Pinterest was, so it's all right. Yeah, I didn't know either until I did this. I thought Pinterest was like, if I want to know how to do arts and crafts. Pinterest is like, it's beginner to like style. Okay. Um, It's more aesthetic oh, okay. more than anything else. It's really just aesthetic. Like, gotcha. Hey, I'm trying to put a fit on. Let okay. me see. So even like if I took a picture of like our church wall and be like, hey, we just paint this black. Yeah. Would that go on Pinterest? Yeah. So like say like somebody looks up, oh, starter church setup. Okay. And then this will pop up like, oh, yeah, it's a cool setup. Okay. So I'm going to copy it. Nice. So gotcha. get inspiration, not copy. I like that. I like that. Okay. Well, yeah. So then we have, um, we got on the Bible app, which I didn't expect that to happen. I was, that I was, was part really of it. Cool. And so um, we'll get that more. Yeah, Bible app is awesome. And then the YouTube channel and TikTok have exploded. Yes. Which is insane to me. Um, I don't know what you did. I don't (laughs) know. But it just, it's awesome to see it grow. So. Yeah. So, and then like, it's more to come. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And what I tell people, like our, the reason why we're doing this it's not to like get more likes or clicks. It's because this is who we are. We want, we want to share Christ. We want people to hear the good news. Like we want to be the city post and um, we want truth to come out of this place. And these are great ways to do it. You know, these are great ways that, to use media to, to do all this stuff. Yeah. And then since um, like we started this podcast, that was another big help. True. Getting yeah. out there and. That's right. And I know next year, just a little teaser, but we're going to be launching, I kind of making this like an official thing. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, we have City Post podcast. So, in that you'll get the messages, you'll 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 get some uh, other content. You'll hear the like you said like, you know, Sunday preaching, but something that someone and I have been praying through and about is we wanted to kind of officially make kind of a podcast with us and and I call it the Paul Timothy podcast right and it's really uh, the whole gist is a young believer talking to this old man (laughs) 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 it's like I got a lot more gray hairs than you so you know yeah yeah, yeah. and 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 he just gets to ask whatever he wants you know and uh and we're just honest with it so so that'll be more officialized within the city post stuff so it's pretty cool to see that yeah, and it's, it's also going to be recorded, and it's going to be, um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, so you have to stay tuned. Yeah, man, so yeah, anything for 2024? Man, you know, we we have a lot planned. Uh, we're yeah. going back to Mizoram. Really? Uh, yeah, that's already in the works. Sign-ups are coming soon. Um, and, yeah, we have a lot more cool stuff coming. So um, I'm excited to see what God's going to do. Yeah. And uh, also something to pray through. You know, are we going to stay here? Are we going to go somewhere else? Yeah. Where's God leading us to? Yeah. You have to stay tuned and find out. I guess we will. Well, (laughs) everybody, make sure to follow our socials. Well, actually, I want to say this is the last City Post podcast, like you already told them, but the last official of the episodes, which is crazy because... um, I like how you can see growth through every single one. Yeah. Except for, uh, I think it was like episode 10, but we don't talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's just awesome to see. So. Yeah, man. And it'll be more to come. So. Yeah. Well, follow our socials. Follow our Pinterest. 
since nobody knows what Pinterest is. Um, yeah, I'll see you all next time. All right. Peace out. Happy 2024.